This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hello and welcome, trainers, to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I am the host of this show. I do want to thank you very much for downloading today's episode and listening to it um, today. (laughs) Uh, Well, first of all, today we're going to be talking about uh, moving your Pokemon from the old Pokemon games to the newer Pokemon games, most notably Pokemon X and Y, into your Pokemon Bank once that's released next month. So, uh, we're going to be talking about that. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, you can find it over at pokedexradio.com slash 63, uh, because of course today's the 63rd episode of the podcast. Now, if you'd like to contact me, you can always email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com, or you can comment on the show notes uh, for today's uh, podcast uh, for today's episode at feedback. I'm sorry, at uh, pokedexradio.com slash 63. So, um, and now I know uh, some of you have been creating um, forum threads under Pokedex, under the Pokedex Radio podcast um, forum that I have on this on the uh, website. Uh, you can find it simply at pokedexradio.com slash forums. Um, and I know uh, I think one or two of them are uh, specific threads for certain episodes. But I would really like if you guys, instead of creating threads for the episodes, just simply went ahead to um, the show notes for whichever episode you wanted to comment about and comment on the show notes at the bottom. Um, there's a comment section there. If you're already logged in to the website, if you already have a profile on the pokedexradio.com website, uh, because let's say you wanted to sign up for the forums or something like that. If you already have a profile on the website, you can simply comment without having to, you know, sign up with another email or anything like that. If you're already logged in, you can just comment easily. Um, so if you'd like to, now that I'm mentioning the forums, if you want to sign up for the forums as well, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash forums and sign up for, um, our discussion boards there or forums there. Um, so we have, we've already gotten a lot of, uh, people signing up. I think we already have at least, uh, I think we have 26 people who've put their friend codes into the friend code master list. Um, so that you can all go ahead and just, uh, there's a huge, there's the list of 26, I think 27 with me people there just add all the friend codes to your nintendo 3ds or nintendo 2ds whichever you have and then so we could all just be able to you know battle with each other trade with each other without having to go ahead and exchange friend codes at a later time or individually with me you know through an email my my friend code is there on the forums it should be the first one at the top so um again today we're going to be talking about transferring pokemon from the old games to the new games but first i want to mention uh over the weekend now uh, the Wii Mini was uh, released here in the United States. Now, the Wii Mini is a significantly reduced version of the Nintendo Wii. Not the Nintendo Wii U, but the original Nintendo Wii. Uh, it arrived in the United States uh, over this weekend on November 17th, 2000, uh, 17th 2013. And now it retails for $100 or $99.99, $99, whatever. $100. Um, like I said, it's a significantly reduced version of the Nintendo Wii. And they, uh, it, it's even though it's nice, it's bundled with Mario Kart Wii, which is nice. Um, it is uh, much smaller, and it comes with the uh, Wii Remote Plus and a nunchuck, both red. Uh, it's a red console uh, with um, like a matte black finish uh, on the uh, like majority of it, but it's, the trimming of it is red. Uh, if you'd like to go ahead and see it, um, I have a picture of it. If you can go to pokedexradio.com slash Wii Mini, that's one word, just W-I-I-M-I-N-I pokedexradio.com slash Wii Mini. I gave, um, I, I wrote a blog about, you know, the details of the Wii Mini, including my thoughts. I just want to mention some of them here really fast. 
Uh, there's a lot of things that they left out of the Wii Mini in order to keep the price point at a hundred dollars. Now, I think the um, the Wii itself, I think, runs for about one seventy. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. And the Nintendo Wii U uh, runs for about I want to say two fifty to two thirty, uh, probably around somewhere around there. Uh, but they cut a lot of stuff out of the Wii Mini to make up for that price point. Um, now, those are the negative things, like they they removed the wi- they removed Wi-Fi access, uh, Wi-Fi capabilities uh, from the Wii Mini. They um, it does not play Wii U games, which is understandable. It, it doesn't can't use Wii U accessories. It's understandable because it's a, a reduced version of the Wii, not the Wii U. It's not backwards compatible. It cannot play GameCube games. It's a little disappointing, but that's fine. It's understandable, I guess. It doesn't have an SD card slot, so you can like put music on your Nintendo Wii or, or whatever nothing too big it doesn't have hdmi output which i believe the wii u does but the nintendo wii does not which is understandable again um a lot of the big main points of the nintendo wii mini that i liked was the fact that it it does have a very significantly low price at only a hundred dollars especially for somebody who is looking in order just to buy something in order to play by themselves at home don't have to worry about any sort of uh, internet access or anything like that or if you don't have a Nintendo Wii in the first place, having something like the Nintendo Wii U is, uh, I'm sorry, the Nintendo Wii Mini would obviously be a great buy. Um, it's only a hundred bucks. It's bundled with Mario Kart Wii, which is a really fun game. Um, I think it's a great buy, honestly. If you'd like to go ahead and check it out, again, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash Wii Mini to see my uh, like my thoughts about the uh, the Nintendo Wii Mini as well. There's a link there to my Amazon affiliate site where you can just you click on the link, it'll take you straight to Amazon to the page with the Wii Mini on it, and you can purchase it there if you'd like to. The holidays are coming up, um, you know, Christmas, um, whatever you'd like to celebrate. Uh, the holidays are coming up. If you'd like to go ahead and purchase that for the holidays, I suggest you go ahead. Um, and if you would like to, please purchase through my Amazon affiliate um, account there, which I'll talk about again in a second. But again. The Wii Mini was released over uh, this past weekend, November 17, 2013. It was released also in Canada on December 7th of 2012 and all around Europe on March 15th of 2013. Um, For some reason, I hadn't heard of it until just recently because I saw the article um, and decided to read more about it. But one thing I didn't I didn't understand about uh, why Nintendo took off the Wi-Fi capabilities I mean, they could have easily, very easily left the Wi-Fi capabilities on there, put the price point at, let's say, 120 and then, or even, you know, lose a little bit of money and leave it at 100 and potentially have people purchase games off the, uh, off the Nintendo eStore, uh, the uh, Nintendo eShop, and it would be perfect. They still get the, rev- they get the revenue from the extra games they sell, you know, uh, on, on the, uh, on the Nintendo Wii like eShop store thing and it and is Wi-Fi capable. So anybody who wants to play with a friend on the other side of the world in another city down the street, they could have easily done that. I don't know why they did that. Um, I think it's um, not exactly the smartest decision of Nintendo that Nintendo's ever made, but uh, I think it, it would have been a better decision if they would have just left the Wi-Fi capabilities on there. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into our main topic right after this. Now, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, now instead of going straight through Amazon, you should visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com store. Now, here I've compiled many different Pokemon games and Nintendo consoles, and I'm always adding more. Now, using my store will help support the podcast and won't cost you anything more than what you would normally pay on Amazon anyway. Now, you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyways, right? Now, if you go to the store and you don't see anything specific that you want there, because most of my stuff is clearly just Pokemon or Nintendo related, if you'd like to just to shop through Amazon and purchase whatever you'd like, instead of going to Pokemon, um, instead of going to Pokedexradio.com/store, you can go to Pokedexradio.com/amazon and just shop straight through Amazon. It'll still help me out with uh, affiliate income and things like that, so that you can help support the podcast and not have to do anything more than purchase what you were going to purchase anyways. So again, that's pokedexradio.com slash store to visit the Pokedex Radio store, or you go to pokedexradio.com slash Amazon to purchase anything else on Amazon. 
let's get into our main topic of how to transfer Pokemon from your older games to your newer games. Now, this was actually brought up to me by um, the moderator of our Facebook, Craig. He actually um, sent me a message the other day and he was like, hey, you know, I really like to go ahead and move all my old Pokemon to my you know, to my newer games. How do I actually go ahead and do that? Because the Pokemon bank is coming out soon. So um, I went ahead and I explained to him how to do it. So that's what I'm going to do for you today. Um, it's actually kind of a simple process, even though there's a lot of steps depending on where you are, um, what games you have to transfer from. Now, I'd like to just start off by saying that keep in mind Generation 1 and Generation 2 games are completely out of the picture. They are not at all backwards compatible um, or forward compatible, whatever, uh, with any of the current games. Let's say, okay, so red, blue, yellow, um, gold, silver, crystal, nothing. Those games, just keep those out of your mind for now. Those games have been not only remade, but they are not compatible at all with not even the Game Boy Advance games, uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, um, Fire Red, and Leaf Green. Not compatible at all. Keep Generation 1 and 2, Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal to the side. They are only compatible with each other, uh, which uh, I believe is when you get the national decks in the uh, Johto region. Uh, in the in the um, in the second generation games, I believe is when you can go ahead and use the uh, the po- the time capsule uh, to transfer Pokemon between the two games. But those games are by themselves; they don't they don't have anything to do with any of the new Pokemon games because they are not compatible with Game Boy Advance and up. But now let's talk about Generation Three. Generation Three is Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, and Leaf Green. If you have Pokemon in those games. And if you have an old Nintendo DS that has the Game Boy Advance slot on the bottom, meaning the Game Boy Advance, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the Nintendo DS, the original one, or the Nintendo DS Lite, if you have either one, potentially you can bring your Generation 3 Pokemon all the way back, uh, all the way up to Pokemon X and Y without much problems in between, without many problems. So here's how to go ahead and do that. Like I said, you at least need a Nintendo DS, the ones with the Game Boy Advance slot on the bottom. So again, either the original Nintendo DS, the big, originally it was gray, and I believe they had a couple of other colors for it as well, or the Nintendo DS Lite. You need either one, and you only need one of them for this process. Um, You need, obviously, a Generation 3 game, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, and Leaf Green, and a Generation 4 game meaning generation four is diamond pearl platinum um and uh heart gold and soul silver i need a i have some spell check problems here uh, diamond pearl platinum heart gold and soul uh, and soul silver you need one of those games uh to go ahead and transfer i'm sorry i'm just doing some spell check here to transfer those up so in order for you to transfer them your generation three pokemon to your generation four game what you need to do is you have to have um, your Generation 4 game and the top of your Nintendo DS and your Generation 3 game that you're using on the bottom. Keep in mind, for every single one of the transfers, of the migrations that I'm going to be talking about to you today, you need to make sure that the Pokemon you're trying to transfer does not know any HM moves and is not holding any sort of held items. And... Um, once we go to generation four to five, we'll talk about something about a, a special spiky eared Pichu that was released a few years ago. Um, that for some reason is not able to transfer. So just keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, cannot know any HM moves and cannot be holding any items between generation three to generation four. There is a limit of how many Pokemon you can, uh, of how often, there you go, of how often you can transfer Pokemon. And there's a limit. Each game, you have to wait 24 hours. So let's say you have, you know, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, uh, Fire Red, and Leaf Green. If you want to transfer six Pokemon from your Sapphire, and then another six Pokemon from your Sapphire, you cannot. You have to wait 24 hours before you transfer another six Pokemon from your Pokemon Sapphire game. But... If you have Pokemon Sapphire, you want to transfer six, you transfer those six. You have to wait 24 hours to transfer uh, another six. But if you have Pokemon Ruby, 
you can transfer six right afterwards. There's no limits of how many games you can transfer from, but there is a limit on the game itself. If it's a Pokemon Sapphire game, you cannot transfer for another 24 hours from that same Pokemon, uh, from that same version, or at least from that same cartridge. Now, in order to transfer your Pokemon, um, you have to go to the PAL park in either Diamond, Prone, Platinum, or uh, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Now, the PAL park in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum is located on Route 221 in the Sinnoh region, and in the Kanto region in uh, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. It is located in the in Fuchsia City, in the same place that the um, Safari Zone used to be. Um, I guess obviously three years in the future, the Safari Zone uh, was taken down, moved over to the Johto region, as we as we saw in the games, and the PAL Park was put in its place by the uh, the warden's son or something like that. I forget how the story goes, but uh, that's where you can find the PAL Park. Uh, the PAL Park. You have to have at least the national decks to access the PAL Park, as far as the Sinnoh region goes, because. Even though you're able to actually get to that area, you're not able to access the Pal Park until you get your national decks. By the time you're in Kanto, in the Heart Gold and Soul Silver games, you should already have your national decks because it's given to you. So that's not a problem at all. Um, so you have to have at least your national decks. Now you have to insert both games into the Nintendo DS or DS Lite and start up your DS game. In order to migrate the Pokemon, in your Nintendo DS main menu, there should be a... Uh, an option there to migrate Pokemon from, and it'll say the name of your game, either Pokemon Ruby, Pokemon Sapphire, uh, Fire Red, Leaf Green, whatever it may be. And then you can then choose any six Pokemon you wish. Um, I don't think you can choose them from your belt, the six Pokemon that are on your belt, but I know you can at the very least choose them from your Pokemon boxes, from your PC boxes. Choose any six Pokemon, transfer them over, and then all you have to simply do is once you migrate those Pokemon over, go back into your uh, Sinnoh region game and uh, and continue playing like normal. Go to the Pal Park, and then there's different areas within the Pal Park. It's simply throw the Pokeball, catch the Pokemon. Very easy. For more rare Pokemon, it takes a couple of extra steps to find them, but it's it's simple. Find the Pokemon, throw the Pokeball, catch. 100% catch rate as if you're holding a Master Ball, as if you're holding six Master Balls. Not a problem there. That's how you migrate from Generation 3, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, Leaf Green, to Generation 4, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver. Now, let's say either you don't have Generation 3 or you've already transferred all your Pokemon up to Generation 4. Now we're going to talk about transferring Pokemon from Generation 4 to Generation 5. Again, this is Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver 2 black white black two white two okay it's a bit of a different process um also yeah it is a bit of a different process let's talk about this now um you need two nintendo ds systems regardless of what kind they are they can be the original nintendo ds and a nintendo 3ds you can be a nintendo 2ds and a nintendo dsi doesn't matter at least two Nintendo DS systems of any any flavor you'd like. Doesn't matter. You have to have at least two. Because what you're doing is... Um, and on top of that... Uh, actually, let's talk about that in a minute. So, because uh, what you're doing is... In your Generation 5 game, just like from Generation 3 to 4, in Generation 5, you have to go to uh, what's called the, the Poke Transfer Lab. It's located in the Unova region, of course, on Route 15. From there, you have to have, I believe, your national decks for this one as well. Yes, you have to have your national Pokedex. Um, when you enter the lab, you will need to download an, a DS download play application because what it'll do is on your DS with your Generation 5 game, it'll send a DS download play to your other, to your other DS, which has your uh, Generation 4 game put into the top of it. And it's a download play thing, so you need the two DS systems in order for it to work. So then, very similar to the original one, you choose six Pokemon, they transfer over, and now in the Unova region, what you'll be doing is uh, you'll be playing a game, uh, like a mini game, where you like shoot little Pokeballs or little arrows or something like that. I've never done it, actually. I've only really read about it, because I have no need to transfer the Pokemon. I have you know, the Pokemon that I want, really, uh, in, my, in my games that I need. Um, 
but you're, you're playing a mini game to capture the six Pokemon that you have. You know, once the mini game is finished, if you were unable to capture all, all six Pokemon, the remaining Pokemon will go back to its generation four game. So probably takes a little bit of time doing that. But the good thing about this is there are no limitations on how many Pokemon you can transfer between the games. There's no 24 hour. You have to wait. There's no waiting 24 hours, nothing like that. The only, the only limitation is six Pokemon at a time and that's it. Um, it just makes things a lot easier. Uh, so you don't have to wait day after day after day to transfer your Pokemon. It makes things a lot easier. So that's, that's transferring from generation four to your generation five game. That's again, diamond, pearl, platinum, heart, gold, soul, silver into black and white or uh, either black, white or black two or white two. So that's as simple as that. That brings you all the way up to generation five. And we'll talk about generation six in a second, but it's a, it's a difficult, it's not, it's not a difficult process. It's a, it's a time consuming process, but it's easy to do if you have the right tools. And that's the thing I love about everything. As long as you have the right tools to do it, it works. And there doesn't seem to be any problems at all with doing this. I've transferred Pokemon from generation three to four with the pal park. I've never done it from four to five since I don't re- I haven't really played the generation five games that much. I played like halfway through Pokemon white never even touched black two or white two yet. Um, but that's how you transfer. Uh, that's how you transfer Pokemon from generation three to four, then from four to five. Now from five to the current generation six, what you're going to need is an application for your Nintendo three DS. Now at the current moment, as I'm recording this episode, it is well at right now, it just past midnight. So it is Thursday. It was Wednesday, like a minute ago. It's Thursday. Uh, November 11th, 2013. All right, today I'm going to be releasing the episode as soon as I'm done recording this. The Pokemon Bank and the Poke Transporter are, uh, is, uh, well, are, and are applications for the Nintendo 3DS or 2DS if you have it, um, that you can download for your Nintendo 2 or 3DS to transfer your Pokemon from your Generation 5 to generation six games now like i said this has not been released yet the release dates for this for north america australia and europe are december 27th 2013 so we still have another month before the poke transporter and the pokemon bank comes out we'll talk about the pokemon bank a little bit more in a second i think i already had an episode about it but we'll talk about it again and uh the Poke Transporter and the Pokemon Bank it will be uh, released in Japan and Korea on December twenty fifth, two thousand thirteen. Now it is a feature of the Nintendo three DS, uh, an application for the Nintendo three DS. Again, you can transfer Pokemon from your previous generation, Generation five, to Generation six. That's the Poke Transporter. The Pokemon Bank is an online PC, pretty much, just like in the game. Your, your Pokemon get transferred to your PC. That's what the Pokemon Bank is. It's a an, a real-life PC, really. And it's literally, not figuratively, but literally storing your Pokemon in the cloud. Um, your Pokemon, uh, you know, assume, uh, ass, I'm assuming your Pokemon will be safe. And I actually had a question here from somebody, which, yeah, let's get to that question now. Uh, there's more to the question, which I'll go over later. Uh, but um, let's see, who is this? Uh, Randy from the forums. I don't remember what his name was on the forums here, but it just says Randy sent you a new message. Let's see if I can find his name here on the forums. And I don't see anything. I don't see it. Anyways, so he sends me a message saying, um, how many accounts would you be making for Pokemon Bank? And are you worried a lot about your account for the Pokemon Bank being hacked? Okay. I never actually thought about that. Very good point to bring up, Randy. Uh, Never thought about it of an idea. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. It's an online application. It's a computer thing. It's it's online in the cloud. Things always get hacked. The PlayStation 4 uh, accounts a few years ago got hacked like twice. Um, I'm sure Microsoft stuff gets hacked occasionally, you know, like Xbox Live accounts and things like that. I've never really heard of anything for Nintendo getting hacked and uh, being, you know, compromised in any way. I've had my Twitter account hacked every one, you know, two or three times now. 
but I never actually thought of maybe my Pokemon account will be hacked. You know, maybe I might lose these Pokemon that I, that I have tried, that I've, you know, worked so hard to, to raise, to train, to breed, whatever. I never thought about that. So I think, you know, I never thought of having two, you know, Pokemon bank accounts. If I were, maybe, sure. I, I'll think about it when that time comes. And we'll talk about that in a future episode, obviously. Uh, I'll probably bring up the email again. I never thought about it, but maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see maybe of having, I said maybe like six times, of having uh, two Pokemon bank accounts. But for the current moment, I'm probably going to have one and just put a couple of tester Pokemon out there just to see how it is. Now, like I said, um, the Pokemon bank, where is my article? The Pokemon bank is a yearly subscription service. It's not a free thing, unfortunately, but that's fine. They have to keep up with their servers, and I understand that. It's a yearly subscription service that costs money per year. It is a very low price point every single year. Now, what that is, the Pokemon Bank, uh, like I said, will be announced in North America, Australia, and Europe on November 27th, 2013, and in Japan and Korea on, on December 26th, 2013. December for both of them. I think I said November on accident. Anyways, uh, in North America, it, I'm sorry, in the United States, it will cost $4.99 per year. I know most of my listeners, most of you guys are from uh, at least, you know, if not the United States, at least the North America region, most of you. Um, I want to say at least four-fifths of my listening audience are from North America, which is understandable. So five bucks a year, guys. Not bad at all. I would have expected to be paying more than this, 15 20 $50 a year. $5 a year is a very low price point, and I would not, you know think twice about shelling out five dollars for the pokemon bank every year even if i have to have a second account like uh the emailer randy mentioned 10 bucks a year for six thousand pokemon because the pokemon bank can hold up to three thousand pokemon you get um uh, 10 boxes of 300 i believe something like that more than enough for anything so yeah uh now the uh, the other prices in the uk it'll cost uh uh four pounds 99 per year in Europe, it'll cost uh, 4.49 euros. Uh, in Australia, it'll be, um, I don't know what the currency, I'm just, I'm just going to call it dollars. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's dollars. Uh, $4.50 uh, per year. And in New Zealand, $8.50 per year. And uh, in Japan, it's 500 yen per year. Cheap, cheap prices, guys, trainers, whatever. <laughs> it's very cheap prices to keep up with your Pokemon. And I thought it was funny. There was a Nintendo Direct that talked about the Poke Bank and the Pokemon Transporter. That uh, there was like an actress or something like that. Were saying, you know, it would be really cool to see my grandkids play with the Pokemon that I raised twenty years prior. Like, how amazing is that to have something like that happen? So that's how you would transfer the Pokemon from the fifth generation to the sixth generation. And we'll talk about more specifics once it actually comes out. Once we see it in action. Once we're able to do it, I'll have an episode about how to transfer from Generation Five to the X and Y games, um, generation six and into your Pokemon bank for storage for forever. Cause you can restart your game as many times as you want and you lose all your Pokemon, right? You stick your Pokemon in the Pokemon bank. You keep those things forever. Your hard work will no longer go to waste when you, you don't have to buy a second game or trade your Pokemon to a friend to have to try to entrust them to trade them back to you. Mm -mm, not anymore pokemon bank trainers it's the way of the future the pokemon future the future is pokemon anyways so that's really all um for the main topic today about transferring pokemon from one generation well starting with generation three to generation four from four to generation five and then we'll talk about more in a future episode about transferring pokemon from generation five to generation six x and y that's pretty much it for the main topic. Um, if you have any questions or anything, let me know. You can always email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com. If you have any comments, instead of creating a specific uh, thread in the forums, if you can please just comment on the show notes for this episode, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash forums, and we can have a, we can have a conversation. Um, sorry, what was I talking about? I completely said the wrong thing just there. If you want to comment on the show today you just go to pokedexradio.com slash 63 
to comment on today's episode, anything I said, if it's something wrong, something inaccurate, or something you thought was interesting that you would like to comment on as well, pokedexradio.com slash 63, scroll all the way down and comment in the show notes there. So um, that's pretty much it for the main topic today. Now let's get into, um, let's talk about a little bit about Pokemon Origins right after this. I said it to you before, trainers, I'll say it to you again. If you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, now instead of going straight through Amazon, you should visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com slash store. Now, like I said before, here I've put many different Pokemon games, uh, movies, strategy guides, even the Nintendo consoles, the DS, 3DS, uh, Nintendo Wii, Nintendo Wii U, the Nintendo Wii Mini I'll go ahead and put up there as well. Go to pokedexradio.com slash store to see all of those items that you can purchase on Amazon. I said before, the holidays are coming up soon. It's already November, the end of November now. December is all the holiday seasons. Everybody gets gifts, things like that. If you'd like to share something with somebody, buy them a nice, cool Pokemon gift. If you don't want to buy them something from Pokemon, you could simply just go to pokedexradio.com slash Amazon. It'll take you straight to the front page of Amazon, and you can search whatever you want to buy there. And it'll still help me out by supporting the podcast by going to either one of those links, either pokedexradio.com slash store, buy something from there, or straight from Amazon at pokedexradio.com slash Amazon, and you'll still be able to help support the show. Thanks, trainers. All right, trainers, I think the topic on everybody's mind this week is Pokemon Origins. Yes, the amazing four-part series. So far, there's been three episodes because I'm recording this on, uh, well, I actually recorded this starting on the 20th. It is now past midnight, so it's the 21st of November 2013. Um, Pokemon Origins, I, I know you've been watching it. I know you're getting this huge nostalgia kick while watching it. I've had to watch these episodes like three, four times uh, you know, in a row. I know I know one person has not watched it, and I and I get the reasons why he hasn't watched it. Lex Lex Gear from the forums, one of my good friends, who's created the Pokemon art uh, the uh, Pokedex Radio artwork. I believe he's also working on a new one for us now. He hasn't watched it, and I get it. Watch them all at one in one big sitting. It's like an hour long. I get it, and I'm not going to ruin anything for you, Lex. So don't worry about it. Those of you who haven't watched yet, if you haven't watched it yet, I'm not going to ruin anything for you. But man, isn't it good, right? I, I, I want to talk about it. We'll talk about it more in, um, in more detail next week once everybody's had a chance to watch all four episodes because um, so far only three episodes have come out. Uh, file 1, Red. File 2, Cubone. File 3, uh, Giovanni. And man, isn't the Giovanni one a good episode? Oh, man. Uh, and then uh, File 4, I'm probably going to, I don't know what it's called. I haven't looked up any information about it. I'm trying to keep away from spoilers too. Don't worry about it. Um, so I don't know what happens. Uh, I, I, you know what happens, but I don't know what the fourth episode is called. I'm assuming it's going to be called file Four Mewtwo or even file Four indigo plateau, something like that. Because as we know from a lot of the news that's been going on in the past, Mewtwo is going to be, and, or if you even have played the original games, uh, either fire red and leaf green, or even back in the day, red, blue. And I guess what we'll talk about, we'll put, we'll bundle yellow in there with them too. Um, you know, what's going to happen. You know, red is going to go through all the trainers and all the gym leaders and everything and go and, you know, battle against the team against team rocket. You know, what's going to happen. So technically there's no spoilers, but at the same time, I don't want to give a lot of stuff away. There's a lot of stuff confusing with the third episode. Um, at the beginning, if you want to read about them, uh, my my thoughts uh, about these episodes so far. Since only three episodes have been released, I've only written three posts about them. If you go to pokedexradio.com slash blog, uh, you'll see them there. Each one are named simply, you know, after whatever I'll be talking about at the time. Um, so I believe the first one is called Pokemon Origins File 1 Red. Review and initial thoughts. Simple as that. Um, the first one isn't uh, isn't as, um, what is this? The first one isn't as um, colorful. I put a lot of pictures in the second one and in the third one. I put a lot of hard work into those two. I think it took me three hours to write both of them just because I was going through and trying to get nice screen caps of the um, of of 
the cartoon. It was so good. If you haven't watched it, I don't know what you're doing. If you go to uh, pokedexradio.com slash blog, if you see one of those there, um, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to it, it's still November 2013. If you're listening to this in like, you know, 2020, I'm sure they're not going to be one of the top blogs there. But if you just simply search on the site um, Pokemon Origins, you don't have to do the little special E, just regular E is fine. Pokemon Origins, um, it should bring up the, um, the, the, the four blogs, which I'll be writing the fourth one whenever the fourth episode comes out on the 22nd, tomorrow, Friday, whatever. Um, the four blogs should come up as well as probably an episode about that I talked about Pokemon Origins, which we will next week. It's so good. I, I don't know. I, I want to talk about it so bad. If you, if you don't have the Pokemon TV app on either your Android or your iPhone, it is free. You can just go um, to the Pokemon TV website and watch them there. That's what I've been doing. Just so I can watch them on a bigger screen instead of watching on my phone. My phone has a giant screen anyways. I have one of the biggest phones on market at the moment. The Samsung Galaxy S4. It'd be nice to have the Note 3, whatever. But still, or or even like an, you know, non-Samsung phone. So I don't have all this proprietary software on it. That bloatware, really. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Um, oh, it's so good. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. Pokemon Origins. Watch it if you haven't already. Let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? The Pokemon of the episode this week is Pokemon number 626, Bufalant. Now, I forgot to bring up the notes for Bufalant, so let me go ahead and find that now. Bufalant. How do you spell Bufalant? Bufalant. Okay. All right, Bufalant is a normal type Pokemon. It is a fifth generation Pokemon uh, from the uh, originally found in the Unova region. Um, it is classified as the Bash Buffalo Pokemon. It looks like a buffalo. That's why it's called Bufalant. Um, a very cool looking Pokemon. It obviously reminds me of Tauros. Tauros is a bull. Miltank is a cow. There's no baby form of it yet, unfortunately. Bufalant is a buffalo. Simple as that. Uh, again, uh, Buffalo is a normal type Pokemon, can be found in the wild on a 50-50 male-to-female ratio. It has one of three different abilities, obviously. Its third ability can be a hidden ability, if you catch one that has its hidden ability. Um, its first ability is Reckless. Um, the power of moves that have recoil damage is increased by 20%. Second ability is Sap Sipper. Attack is raised by one stage when the Pokemon is hit by a Grass-type move. The user receives no damage from grass-type attacks. Or its hidden ability it could have is Soundproof. It is unaffected by sound moves. If this Pokemon switches out with Baton Pass, Parish Song against the switched Pokemon will, uh, switched out will not be nullified. All right. So, um, Buffalo again. Uh, buffalo. Buffalant. I read the word Buffalo and said it. Buffalant is five foot three which is about 1.6 meters and weighs 208.6 pounds, which is about 94.6 kilograms. Um, something I would expect from a, I mean, I would expect, you know, like 400, 500 pounds from a Buffalo, not only 200, but it is a Pokemon. Buffalon can be found in black and white on route 10, black two and white two on route 23, or in the hidden grotto on route nine. Now let's check out uh, generation six X and Y. So far, there is no information on Buffalant on the X and Y page on Cerebi. All right, then. Um, let me let me pause my recording real quick, and I'll be right back to see if I can find any more information about Buffalant. All right, so I went ahead and I looked it up. It does not... It seems like you cannot find Buffalant in Pokemon X and Y. I didn't realize that at first. You have to trade it. Um, either get it in a trade, or you have to transfer it from black to... Uh, black, white, black to, or white to... So I'm, I'm assuming at the current moment, there's no way to actually find Buffalant in the games because their location is technically unknown. Interesting. I didn't even think about that before I started this. I mean, that's a perfect segue into talking about the Pokemon bank, but I'm not going to do that because we already did. So um, that's interesting. Didn't realize that. No Buffalant in Pokemon X and Y at the moment. Impossible to get it at the moment unless you either hacked or whatever. But that's like I'm saying, it's impossible to get it at the moment. So, unable to get it in X and Y. Let's look at uh, Buffalon's stats. Base attack stat is 95. I'm sorry, 
Base HP is 95. Base attack is 110. Defense is 95. Special attack is 40. Special defense is 95 and speed of 55 with a total of one of uh, 490. Right. So it's attack very strong at 110 special defense and his defense are both also really strong at 95 special attack at 40. Understandable. It's an attacking Pokemon. It's special attack is going to be really low. Um, that doesn't really matter too much. The speed is also really low at 55, pretty slow of a Pokemon HP at 95, pretty good as well. Um, so yeah, that is the Pokemon of the episode today. Pokemon number 626, Buffalant. So that is just about it for the Pokemon. Uh, what am I talking about? The Pokedex Radio podcast today. Um, I think I had, did I have an email that I wanted to read? I think I already read it. No, no, no. That's the email I wanted to read. I'm sorry. Um, still from the, uh, email or from before that was asking me about how many accounts would I want for the Pokemon bank, which again, I didn't even think about it about potential of the Pokemon bank being hacked, but knowing how important Pokemon is to some people, there's a possibility. We'll talk about that when it, when we come down to it, once the Pokemon bank is actually released, we'll find out exactly the security on that and everything. But he also asks, uh, well, I'll just read the rest of his email. Um, I'm a new member of your Pokedex radio team of the forums, I'm assuming, and I would love to hear your thoughts about uh, about my question. Now, do you think the Sinnoh Trio shiny event is based on Zygarde, which is the Z Pokemon 3,000 years ago? I have a feeling that the shiny trio event has to do with the increasing shiny encounters or a fusion with, with Zygarde. Um, and then how many accounts, blah, blah, blah. And then I've also, um, and also, uh, and I've watched a lot of Pokemon Wi-Fi battles and I, oh, my stupid phone. And I don't think there's a level 100 lobby Wi-Fi battle. Are they? Um, well, let's get to your first question. As far as the shiny trio that was uh, recently released, I believe it was, um, wh- which Pokemon were they? The, uh, Giratina, Palkia and Dialga, uh, shiny trio was recently, uh, released as an event at GameStop stores, EB game stores, other video game stores around the world. Just like the one for uh, the shiny Raikou, shiny Entei, shiny Suicune, for the Zoroark in Generation 5, we have shiny again another shiny trio for Generation 6. Does this have to do with Zygarde? My thoughts? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. I talked about in the last episode, there was three new Pokemon that have been kind of leaked i mean maybe those have to do with these with the shiny trio maybe it's zygarde has to do with the shiny trio maybe it's something else completely has to do with the shiny trio pokemon i don't know i if we're talking about zygarde here the z pokemon because we already have y for eveltal uh x for xerneas and then z for zygarde i I don't know If, if this has to do with it maybe it does um i'm not sure exactly how the pokemon can come out uh in the wild because at the current moment, there you are unable to find it. Don't know if that has to do with it at all. Maybe there's another mysterious event within the games, possibly that it will unlock more areas in the game that I mentioned before. I believe it was the last episode, pokedexradio.com slash 62, to listen to that one. Um, there is so many mysteries surrounding the sixth generation, and that is one thing I just do not understand. Um, I've never seen so much mystery surrounding a Pokemon game for a long time. I mean, I think the the biggest mysteries and, and things that were around were from Generation 1 and Generation 2. Like, rumors that were obviously dispelled now so many years later. Like, Pika Blue, there was a guy on Cinnabar Island that said the, the Raichu you uh, traded to him evolved, which is obviously just a glitch. I mean, not even a glitch. It was like a mistake in the game that they just forgot to remove or they just didn't do. Um, or, they, or whoever was programming it just looked over it or something. You know, then there was the um, uh, the pickup truck uh, by the SSN in um, Vermilion City. There was, uh, you know, what's behind, and still all Generation 1 stuff, what's behind, you know, Bill's house? Because you do see a small area that's opened. If you use a walking through walls glitch, obviously it's just a, it's nothing there. It's just the end of the mountain range that's there that you can see. I mean, just tons of mystery. You know, how do you get Mew, you know, back in Generation 1? Um, and all these things. Now, seeing what Generation 6 is based off of, it's based off of France, right? 
at least the region is based off of France. There is a ton of just like mysterious things that go on in France. I mean, just thinking about it and let's put it this way. Now we're going to go off into a bit of a tangent. I, I want to end this episode in under an hour. It's already about 45 minutes now. I'd like to watch the, the, uh, the TV show ancient aliens a lot. Those of you who know the show, those, uh, if you, you've seen the guy, Giorgio Sukulos, the guy with the, the, has a meme of him now with like, he has his hands up and it says aliens at the bottom. That's from that show. Ancient aliens. It was a great show. A lot of the mystery surrounding the Pokemon versions of a lot of these things, like the, um, uh, the stones on route 10, which are based off of the Karnak stones in France. The mystery surrounding that is just hand in hand with the Karnak stones. Obviously they are, they're based off the Karnak stones. Clearly the Karnak stones are, um, are a, a group of, of stones near, I think Karnak France or whatever, um, near like the coast of France. Um, you know, the, the only water coast I think it has anyways. Um, and it's, it's rumored that, you know, these are stones that were actually, you know, they were once an army of people that were just turned to stone or they were, you know, those are gravestones or they were, you know, built by giants or they were built by the aliens or they were built by whatever. And obviously in Pokemon, they were Pokemon that were turned to stone, just like the mystery of the actual Karnak stones, uh, just like the um, the legend of the Karnak stones actually say in real life. Like if you look at look them up, look them up. That's what that's what one of the legends about them are. One of the theories about the Karnak stones, they were people, you know, turned into stone. And just like the Pokemon video game, they were an army of Pokemon turned to stone, trying to revive um, AZ's, uh, Floette. It's like, what? There's like so many mysteries about different things. And that's the thing that blows my mind about Pokemon X and Y. Like there's so much mystery and does Zygarde have to do anything with it? I don't know. I mean, if you look at Zygarde, I think of Medusa, like, and then you think of all the other, all the other, like, like mysteries and legends that are surrounding Pokemon X and what they're based off of originally. I, I don't know what to think about it. I, I really don't. Like Xerneas, the guardian of like the forest, I'm not Xerneas, but Evelto, like kind of like based off of like a Celtic religion, based off of, you know, the guardian of like the forest or something like that, which is actually like, a, it looks like a deer. Um, Evelto, not exactly 100% sure uh, what about Evelto, haven't looked it up. Zygarde is a snake, looks like a kind of like a Medusa type snake. It's also green, like a snake. Um, I don't know, there's so many mysteries surrounding Pokemon X and Y, and I'm pretty sure I'm going on a tangent about this. I'm, I'm, pretty sure I didn't even answer your question or didn't even answer it the way you wanted me to, but I'm sorry, but that's just my take on it. That's my opinion about it. You asked me for my opinion. I just gave it to you. That's what I think. I, and what is it? I don't know. We'll see what it, we'll, ha- we'll see what happens when it comes down to it. Cause there's too much mystery surrounding X and Y. The game is too short. There's nothing else to do after you finish the game, which I still have not finished the game yet. The only reason I'm saying there's nothing to do after I finish the game. Cause my good friend Lex told me there's nothing to do after you finish the game. And that kind of sucks. I want more to do after I finish the game. Anyways, there's another question of, uh, I've watched a lot of Pokemon Wi-Fi battles and I don't think there's any level 100 lobbies, uh, for Wi-Fi battles. Are there? I don't know. Um, if somebody would like to answer, uh, please comment on the show notes at pokedexradio.com slash 63. Um, are there 100, uh, are there level 100, um, Wi-Fi lobbies out there for battling? Uh, I, I knew, I know at one point in time, I believe in the uh, fourth generation and you can just do an automatic, like switch all my Pokemon to level hundred deal. I don't know if you can still do that in X and Y. Um, obviously, uh, this uh, person, Randy is saying that he has not seen that. So I don't know. I, I really personally don't know. I don't do any competitive battling really. So, um, I'm not a hundred percent positive about that, but we'll hopefully we'll get an answer in the show notes. Again, if those of you who do know the answer to this, go to pokedexradio.com slash 63 and please put a comment in the show notes about uh, level 100 um, battle lobbies because I don't know if there, are, if there are actual, like just like you can max out your Pokemon to level 100 and, and check them out there. But uh, uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, please go over to pokedexradio.com slash forums to, to join the conversation, trade your friend codes with other people. There is a specific friend code thread where you can just add your friend code to it and I will 
just add it to the the main topic. And once your once your friend code is added to the main topic, I'll go ahead and I'll delete your comment so more people can add their friend code. And so far, there's like 26, and I believe there's roughly uh, 30 to 32 um, people that have signed up for the forums. They just haven't said anything, either that or the other ones that just haven't posted anything are spam accounts. Some of them are. Um, whatever it happens. Uh, if you'd like to follow the Pokedex Radio on Twitter, simply twitter.com slash Pokedex Radio or just at Pokedex Radio if you already have a Twitter. Um, again, show notes today are at pokedexradio.com slash 63. Let's go ahead and start the ending music here. Uh, let's see what else. You can follow me on Twitter if you'd like. Uh, at FS Austin VO. I'm actually thinking of changing my Twitter handle to something different. Maybe like Austin Voice or Austin whatever. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Pokedex Radio might change the day that I actually publish on because I actually just got a new job. I know. I said I got a new job like two weeks ago or maybe two months ago. But I just moved up again. Crazy, huh? Um, so I just got a new job. So I don't know exactly when I'll be publishing the show. I'll try to keep it the same thing every Thursday. Try to do it every Thursday as best I can for you. So you can count on me to do this for you every single week. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, if you have iTunes, go to pokedexradio.com slash iTunes, and then it'll bring you to like an iTunes webpage, or you can just search me on iTunes, Pokedex Radio. Simple. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, I really like if you can, uh, if you have you know, a little bit of extra change laying around, a couple of dollars, whatever, if you'd like to donate to help support the podcast, keep the website up, keep up with the media hosting and everything so I can produce the podcast for you and keep them online simply go to pokedexradio.com slash donate to go to the uh the page there and just click on the little paypal thing and you can donate however much you feel um you would like to donate at that time i would really appreciate it even if it's only a couple of dollars you know eventually pennies turn into dollars and it really does help even if it's only you know one dollar two dollar three dollars whatever it is whatever you feel you can afford whatever you feel that um i deserve to be helped out I would really appreciate that. Um, again, there's also the Amazon stuff, pokedexreader.com slash Amazon, just to go to the straight Amazon page, or pokedexreader.com slash store to visit the pokedexradio.com store. Simple. Um, what else? What else? Again, follow Pokedex Radio on Twitter at Pokedex Radio. Very simple. I do want to thank you very much for listening to today's episode, trainers. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, to laugh, and of course, to catch them all. And I'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com or for the Pokedex Radio, pokedexradio.com. And thank you for listening.